Hello, Rundown Nation. Welcome to the College Football Rundown. I'm Woj. And I'm Walt. Today we're doing a conference rundown of the Big 12. Uh, and we have a special guest with us today, Michael Story. What's up, gentlemen? What's up, Rundown Nation? Uh, looking forward to this episode, kind of give you a breakdown on what the Big 12 is looking like as far as the lines, uh, conference championships, things like that. I'm even going to throw a Heisman pick in here for the for the Big 12 and shoot that at you. Uh, but, Walt, let's start off first team Baylor. Baylor. Hey, I'm going to go through them. I'm going to pick – I want to preface this. I do not – bet team totals very often the whole season i'm going to have maybe four or five the reason is i don't like the hold on my money that whole time but nonetheless the fans asked for it so i'm going to go through and i'm give you my pick for the totals over under baylor we're starting there they're sitting right now we got baylor sitting at five and a half total wins we gotta shade it a little bit to the under i'm gonna have to go under on baylor this is a team that a lot of people like them. A lot of people in the South like them. They have a big fan base, but it doesn't matter how your fans are. It matters how your team is. And they just haven't been able to perform very well. Last year, 2-7 record. I mean, do we count last year? Yes, no, I don't know. But I do know they had a 2-7 and seven record, and they didn't do very well. So that's definitely something I'm going to take the under on. I'll take it on FanDuel because they got it at minus 115. That's the best thing I see as far as the under goes. Story, how about you? Strong defense. Baylor's coming back with a, a good group of strong defensive tackles, and they've got a really great middle linebacker this year. It's tough to say. This this quarterback competition is still up in the air. Uh, I am excited to bet on some college football over-unders for the season. It's been a great gambling year, so this one I'm going to pass on. It, it, that five-and-a-half line looks really, really juicy, but uh, it's tough to say one way or another. Um, it all comes down to the offense and whether whoever wins that quarterback job can limit mistakes. Uh, if so, I see that Baylor going well over that uh, that number. If not, they could struggle early and really struggle to get to five wins. All right, next up on the list is Iowa State. I'm going to start off with this one since I didn't have a Baylor pick there for you, but I'm taking Iowa State over nine <laughs> wins on DraftKings. So don't laugh while we already talked about it in <laughs> uh, our first episode. I'm not laughing Iowa at you. State. Uh, Iowa State's looking pretty good. They have a lot of returning good talent. Uh, Brock Purdy, quarterback, Brees Hall. I mean, who else do you need? Um, Kohler, their tight end, who was uh, kind of a standout last year, just pulled up, and he he was pretty good. But Iowa State gets Texas, TCU, TCU and Oklahoma State all at home. They do have to go to Norman to play Oklahoma. Um, but I just don't see them having an issue – taking on Texas, TCU, or Oklahoma State, especially when they're at home. I think nine wins is a good a good spot for them. They're nine and a half on fan duels and bet rivers uh, and barstool, but uh, I like them at nine on DraftKings right now, Well, Even with adding Iowa back on the schedule this year, Woj? I, I, listen, <laughs> I still like them at nine. They could lose that game and still get their nine story. I don't know. I'm not too sold on the Cyclones offense. I think that, uh, that yes, last year was a bit of an aberration. Uh, Brock Purdy, he's had flashes of brilliance, and you've seen him stumble around like a drunken monkey in the past, too. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I trust this team enough. I don't know that uh, Iowa State has it in them to get to 9.5 wins. I would go the under on this. I really think the Big 12 is getting better all around Iowa or Iowa State. And uh, Iowa State should be a little better, but with the competition this year, I think they're going to eight, maybe nine wins. Oh, well, you, you're making fun of me before for laughing at you, but I'm taking Iowa State over. <laughs> I said I was going to take five totals this year maybe, 
this is one of the five that I'm going to be taking. You know why I'm taking it, Woj? Because when it comes to Iowa, Iowa State, Iowa is going to be getting points this year. And that's going to be a big bet. And you know I'm taking Iowa in that one. So this is a little bit of a hedge towards that. But I will be serious. I think they have a good football team. I think they played very well last year. Brock Purdy, I'm a little more sold, I guess, than Story is on him. I think he's a really good quarterback calling the plays back there. Matt Campbell, I mean, who's going to argue he's not a good coach? I Woj mentioned the hard part of their schedule. Hey, how about the first three games, you know? Obviously, Iowa, the toughest game they're going to play all year. But they got Northern Iowa first. And then UNLV after Iowa, you know, you got those two cupcakes sandwiched in between Iowa. So those are two wins. Obviously, they lose at Iowa. Baylor, that's nobody. Kansas, that's nobody. Then they get a bye before they play the teams you mentioned. So beginning of the year, they just got to get their teeth cut in by Iowa, and they're set. I take the over on this one. Hey, I teased it in the intro a little bit, too. I have a, a player future here, and I'm looking at Brees Hall on the Heisman list at plus 4,000. Oof. And Brees Hall, uh, I mean, Spencer Rattler, don't get me wrong, should be the Heisman. Uh, you know, he's the odds-on favorite, yeah, for he, sure. He's the odds-on favorite. That, Lincoln Riley has produced Heisman quarterbacks before. They have an easy schedule this year. They have a good team this year. He is the odds-on favorite. But Brees Hall at plus 4,000 is a juicy lick of the chops there. The guy does everything. He's a perfect West Coast offense running back. Catches the ball, he blocks, he, pass, he he can catch a lot of passes in the backfield, he runs the ball. He is basically Iowa State's offense. He's the team. And for a team that's already slated uh, by a lot of these books to get nine wins, he's going to do some damage this year. So at four plus 4,000, I like Brees Hall in that little Heisman Heisman list. There. Is that a little uh, fantasy football preview yeah. here too, Woj? <laughs> Taking him every week, Coach. Well, we'll see. His price is going to be pretty high. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, let's move on to our next juicy team here. Well, it's Kansas. Do we have to juicy. move on to this? Yeah, let's, this I is... mean, <laughs> this this team is a tough one, isn't it, Woj? This is a real tough team. I mean, you don't see it very often where, a, a, you know, especially a, a Power 5 conference team posting a one and a half total wins on the season. You can even find it at one some places. I mean, I don't want to go in their team too much. I They got a new coach, so maybe things will get changed around with Leopold coming in. We were talking before, me and you, Woj, you mentioned he coached at Buffalo mm-hmm. before. He coached there for five or six years. He really turned that program around. Buffalo had a good team for that five or six years, so maybe he can do something at Kansas, but I really don't think this is the year. I mean, I said I was going to pick every one, so I'm going to pick over because it's a one, and that's my only justification for it, but... That's the only thinking I really have on that one. I mean, I think you have to go over if you're going to take this. Now, I, I wouldn't. I absolutely would not. But uh, if, if you are going to shade one way or the other, Kansas takes on an FCS opponent in South Dakota in their first week. That should be a win, and that should get you to your one right there. Should be. Should, should be, be. Assuming they can put it together. If Leopold's got his uh, crew ready to go, that should be a win. And it's going to take an upset, though, on the rest of the schedule to get to that two. Right? So they're going to not be fav- They're going to be the underdog in every single game for the rest of the season. So... Uh, you maybe you take that and you you cross your fingers and, and hope that uh, you see an upset in the Big Twelve. I mean that that's the point of their whole season is their first game. They've won one conference game. They haven't won more than one conference game since two thousand eight. I mean, so if they win that one conference game, then they have to beat South Dakota because their other non conference games are Coastal Carolina and Duke, which they won't be favored in either of those <laughs> matchups. So their only hope is beating that South Dakota team. I'm going to take the under. I don't think. I don't think they pull it off. They either don't beat South Dakota or they don't win a single conference game this year. I'm going to take the under at 1.5 on Kansas. I'm not a big fan of this bet, uh, but I don't want to fade it. You two pick the over. I'm taking the under. 
Let's move on to the other Kansas team, Kansas State. Well, that's a little better. Kansas State. Well, I'm surprised. I would expect you'd be ripping on these guys. Well, today. I'm not a fan of them. I don't really like Chris Kleiman, but their uh, their their offense is is uh, Skylar Thompson's coming back this year, so he, he that should be an improved offense. I, I I'm excited to see what he can do in this offense. But it, what what really is going to drive this this number? And what are we sitting at with Kansas State five and a half? Is that defense? The defense absolutely fell apart down the stretch last year, and if they're not ready to go this year, I could see this going under uh, very easily. What do you guys think? I mean, you, you say their defense fell apart at the end of the season last year. Again, COVID season. So are we counting it? We're going to talk about it because that's all we have to talk about. But I mean, they played Texas. Yeah, Baylor, nobody. But they played Iowa State, Oklahoma State. You know, Oklahoma State's a team that I was high on last year. A really good team. So their defense fell apart because they were playing some good teams. That's my opinion on that subject anyways, but Kansas State's a team I usually like. I am a little surprised that you're giving them props because every week when we're messaging back and forth, you're telling me how awful Kansas State is. So that did throw me a little bit off the boat there, but Skylar Thompson's right. You're right about that for sure. He helps the team. He's a, you know, he passer runner. He gets a lot of yards on the ground, but they're not like a, you know, a run outside kind of yards on the ground. They're a run up the middle when nothing is there. When things break down, he'll get you your first down on third down when you need it. You know, five and a half, I'm going to have to take the under, though, Story. After saying all that, I'm going to have to take the under. You know why? Because they play Stanford. Who knows if they're going to win that game? Southern Illinois, they win. Nevada, I think they're going to lose that one. Oklahoma State, question mark. Oklahoma, they're losing. I mean, two games, three games, they could lose in the first five. They get their bye. Rest of the season, not so easy for them. So I'm just going to have to take the under on them. They feel like a team that really played over their skis last year, and I could see them absolutely coming back down to earth. I am absolutely taking the under on that number. All right, let's move on to the big dog of the Big 12, Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, hey, listen, good team, but they good have Good team, one easy... of my favorite musicals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Is> a musical? <laughs> yeah, they have an easy ride, guys. Easy ride in the schedule. A lot of their tough games are at home. None of their hard opponents are on the road. Uh, this could be a 12 win. They're 11 on FanDuel, Bet Rivers, and DK. The, just... You're like, well, like you, you would say, don't play for the push, right? I mean, this is, I think, what you're playing for, right? Right yeah. here, if you, if you, if you bet it, because they could easily lose one of those games. Texas Oklahoma rivalry is always a tough game, no matter what it is. So, well, you hit the nail on the head, man. You must be listening to the things I'm saying because you are exactly right, especially in a futures bet like this. You do not want to bet Oklahoma, like you said, you're betting Oklahoma to either get that win or take a push. You don't want to do that. You're holding up your money for six months that the book gets to keep it. They can make interest off of it. They can do whatever they want with that money because it's theirs for six months. And if you're just playing for that push, nah, don't do it. I mean, that's too many games, Woj. I'm going to have to go under on them for no other reason than saying, you know what, people lose games. Oklahoma especially, they've lost games in the past. They lost to Kansas two years ago, right? That's a game they shouldn't have lost. They lost to them. It could happen again. Probably not Kansas, but maybe somebody else where they drop one. And then they drop a good team. They drop Iowa State, maybe, or somebody else. Who knows what it'll be? Maybe Oklahoma State. But I, I just got to take that under. It's too many wins. I'm going to take that under. Obviously, I'm going to take it on um, Barstool because they got it right now at minus 108. So I'm getting a little better than minus 110. Yeah, out of principle, you have to go over. No Big 12, big 12 team since the league has gone to a full round robin has ever gone 12 and all, which means you're playing for the push there. This isn't... This isn't 11.5 wins on the Kansas City Chiefs where you've got some wiggle room built in. You literally have no wiggle room built into this bet at all. And while I'm not a fan of Lincoln Riley and he's got great offensive toys to play with, 
um, any kind of slip up and you're you're losing right up the bat. So like like you said, well, you want to tie up your money for six months, hoping that uh, that this team is going to have a perfect season. Doesn't seem like a smart bet to me. Well, any world where you would bet Oklahoma on the over in Iowa State to win the Big 12 to hedge it. No, um, I wouldn't say that, Woj, but if you go to our Twitter, which I just tweeted out today, DK has this prop up to who's going to make the Big 12 championship. Now, I might do something, and I tweeted this out if you guys want to check it out on Twitter. I might do something along the lines of taking Texas, Oklahoma State on their wins, total wins, and then taking Iowa State to make the championship game. Kind of the same line of thinking, but not exactly what you said. In answer to your question, though, I, I don't think I would do that. You know, I, I don't think I would take them... I would just wait and bet them in the game because you know they're going to be dogs against Oklahoma. So, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on to one of my favorite teams in the Big 12 uh, from last year, Oklahoma State. Story, what are your thoughts on Oklahoma State? Uh, the Dark Horse candidate this year, what are they sitting at right now? Seven and a half wins? Um, I am not a fan of Mike. Wow, the Big 12 has a lot of coaches I really don't like. <laughs> There's a lot of coaches you don't like in general. Well, that's true. So, so maybe it's not just the Big 12. But um, – Spencer Sanders is a great quarterback. I, I will give I will give the, the, the him that talent. Great shot caller slash runner. Okay, uh, I wouldn't say he's a great passer. Fair enough, uh, but they are bringing back eight starters on defense this year, so I could see this Oklahoma State team really taking a step forward. Uh, I would take the over on this seven and a half. Seems too low. I know the competition in the Big Twelve is is getting. Um, is getting stronger, but uh, seeing what's happening there, I think that Oklahoma State could see this as their chance to really make a name for themselves. They they won eight games last year, and they have the makings of another strong offensive group around them. I, I think that I would I would go over on this number. Oklahoma State under man. I, well, I'm just gonna start you know betting you on the side so we can avoid that juice story because we're not on the same page. Well, a couple bets I guess, but I, I would just take the under. You know what I I think that Oklahoma State sitting at Seven and a half wins. I just don't see how they're going to get there. I mean, Missouri State, yeah, that's a win. Tulsa, I think that's a game they could lose. I mean, if they go over the top and they're able to beat Tulsa in the secondary left and right, then yeah, they're going to win it by a lot. But I think it's a game they could potentially lose. Boise State, that's no pushover. I mean, Kansas State, good team. Baylor, garbage, there's a win. But now you've got Texas, Iowa State. You're not going to win either one of those games. Then you got Kansas. That's your easy win. You know, that's the give me in the Big 12. West Virginia, you know, I don't know. Maybe they win that game. TCU, I think they lose that. Texas Tech, I think they lose that too. Oklahoma, hey, that's an easy one. They lose it. So, I mean, where do you get the seven and a half? I don't know. I'd have to go under on that one. I'm not going to actually bet it myself, but, you know, gun in my head, that's what I'm doing. Seems like a lot of fun games to bet overs on with, uh, yeah. with Oklahoma State coming up this year. Except for Oklahoma State overs are usually around, what, 65, 70? 65, so. 68, 69. Nice. All right, let's move on to TCU. Uh, I, I like this. I like this team, and I like the over here. They're at seven and a half on most of the books right now. They have eighteen returning players. Max Dugan is a great quarterback, great player, great shot caller. I like him a lot, especially for how long he's been there. Um, yeah, they could have some losses on the road versus Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State, but the rest of their schedule is pretty cake, and they have a super easy non-conference schedule um, with the likes of SMU and Cal. Um, and then another non-FCS school is in there as well. So, I mean, they're looking pretty at that seven and a half number to me, at least, especially with 
with all that returning talent and Max Dugan behind the helm. You think that this offense can take a step forward enough to get them to eight wins? I mean, nobody really worries about the TCU defense, right? So it's, it's all about that offense improving and getting to the point that they can um, make some, some manufacture some wins, right? There's a, there's a few non-conference games on the schedule. Um, when's that SMU game? on their wall. I think that's one that stands out as a, as a real challenge for them. So they were hugely inconsistent last year. I would, I think this number is pretty good. Um, I would shade under, but uh, this is one that I pass on. Well, I'm going to have to agree with you. Um, I, I, I like TCU. I like the team. You know, we're at seven and a half right now. I, I think they get there. Uh, I do disagree a little bit with story. I think their defense is pretty good. I don't think they're awful. You know, it's a big 12 team, so you got to give them a little bit of credit for, you know, having the ball pass 30 yards every play down the field. That hurts your defense a little bit because you're going to give one or two of those up. I think they have a good defense. I, I think their schedule is a little tougher than you're giving them credit for, though, Woj. I mean, they got Iowa State on the road. They got Oklahoma on the road. They got Oklahoma State on the road, Kansas State on the road. That Oklahoma State, Kansas State game on the road, that's essentially what you're betting with this total overs. But I'm, I'm still thinking they're going to come away with both of those, to be honest with you. So I will take the over. I'll take it on FanDuel because they got it at minus 110. I think that's your best bet for taking the over. All right, let's move on to Texas. Uh, Texas, you know what? I like them at the over at 7.5. There's some books that have them at 8, but I don't. I don't. I like the over at 7.5. They do have a new quarterback. They do have a new coach, but it's Steve Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian can coach. And we've seen it plenty in Alabama. It is two different stints he's been there. He's been at USC. He's been in the NFL. Uh, he knows how to coach new shot callers. He's been a quarterback coach for a long time as well, not just an offensive coordinator. Uh, I like the direction that he's going to put Texas, and I, I believe that they're going to win more than seven and a half games. I don't know if I like the eight. At the eight, that's when I would start fading this. I don't like that number at all, but I do like them at eight wins on the season on the dot. Um, at seven and a half, they do have a couple tough road games, but it's Arkansas, TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia. They can win all of those, but Iowa State. I think Iowa State trumps them, especially Iowa State at home. Uh, TCU maybe as well, but I mean your Arkansas and West Virginia is there. Your wild cards, and you win both of those games, go on, uh, play a good game in the Oklahoma game and the Red River rivalry, and you're on to eight games. Well. Uh, there's enough talent on this roster, certainly, that they can get to eight games, nine, nine wins even. Uh, but there's some real concerns. New coaching staff, despite how good Steve Sarkeesian is, new offensive systems, learning new systems, new quarterbacks. Uh, there's going to be a, a certain amount of a learning curve here with this team. So I think they can get there, though. I, I would take the over on this. I, I think there's enough talent, like I said, on this roster. They do have some challenging games. But this is a team that always seems to compete in those challenging games. And I, I think that this is – they're going to be – I think the, the Big 12 is, is somewhat top-heavy, and I, I feel that Texas is going to finally – I know we keep saying it every year, but I think Texas is going to be back this year. Hey, I'm a Texas fan, and it, it really hurts my heart to say this, and especially after listening to you both take the overs in this or say you would take the overs if you had to. I mean, I'm going to have to take the under in this one. They got a new coach. Woj is right, 100%. Steve Starkeesian. Great coach, done well everywhere he's been. USC, obviously great. Went to Alabama to be a minor coach down there. I mean, he could be a head coach anywhere, and he's coaching under Saban. Did great with their offense there. Now he's going to Texas. But I don't think he has the horses to run the race. I mean, they lost their primetime player, right? Their quarterback from last year. I can't even think of his Ellinger. name right now. Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger, thank you. I mean, that man was the team. He was the team, and they lost him. I think that's really going to hurt their their case. I do think in the Red River rivalry, you mentioned that. 
I think maybe instead of betting the totals over, I think you bet the totals under and then bet them in that game because, you know, Oklahoma's going to be giving them 10 points at least this year. So Mm -hmm. that's one way I would go about that. But I hate to say it, I'm just going to have to take Texas in the under, and I'm not even going to worry about the under eight. I'm going to take the better line, and I'm going to go under seven and a half on FanDuel on that one. All right. All right. Tech or story, what are your thoughts on Texas Tech? This is, uh, I kind of wish Jamie Zurich, was another guest you guys have on quite often, I wish he was here. They have a new quarterback from Oregon at Texas Tech, Tyler Slough. Tyler Shaw? Tyler Shaw, I think it is. Tyler Shaw. So I don't know, really know much about the, the, the kid. I think um, this is a, this line looks pretty good to me, four and a half to five, depending on what book you're looking at. They played a lot of close games last year. Uh, a lot of their wins, I think four of their uh, seven wins came in by seven points or fewer, and two of their losses came by seven points or fewer. So they got a fair pretty well in close games. A couple bounces one way or another, you could be looking at a much better or a much worse team on the record. So this is a, t- this is a tough team to kind of suss out. Um, since, uh, since Mahomes has left, they really haven't made a run at a lot of wins in the season. So I'm going to go ahead and, and just take a pass on this, see where this season kind of plays out for them. I, I would go with the under on this 100% just because somebody's got to lose, right? Yep. Someone's <laughs> got to lose in, in the Big 12. And I, I feel like Texas Tech isn't quite there, even with transfer portal stuff. And we'll talk about that more in our, our normal episode this week. But, yeah, I, someone's got to lose. Texas Tech is the team I'm picking to lose. Yeah, I like to bet on Texas Tech week in and week out. Not always for them, but I like to bet on their games. Over-unders are always intriguing with them on the actual games but as far as the season long you know total wins go five i'm gonna go under that number i just think that they don't have it they mean they haven't been to a bowl in what three or four years they haven't even had a team good enough to go to a bowl in three or four years and that's in a big 12 conference where there's really only you know two good teams in that conference i mean we've that's all we've heard about for the past few weeks the two good teams in it so Team like that, I'm just going to take the under. No reason other than, like Woj said, I mean, there's got to be a team that loses if other teams are going over, right? So I take them under FanDuel minus 110, best line for that. Last but not least, we got West Virginia. Story, what are your thoughts? Well, you did say that there, you got to have some losses in the Big 12, and I think this is a team that uh, is, is, is primed to go 4-5, and five, maybe 3-6 and six in the Big 12 this year. So they're gonna, I think they're going to fall well short of that 6.5 number. I would take the under on this. They have a tough non-conference schedule. They take on a Maryland squad that's kind of hot and cold, uh, but they also have uh, Virginia Tech on the schedule, and that's always a tough matchup for them. So... While they won six games last year in a 10-game regular season, I just don't think that they have the offensive talent to compete in this conference. So I would take the under in this game, or this uh, on their season total. Uh, I agree with your story. I'm not even, you know, they have a lot of people coming back. Nine people on offense, I believe, eight on defense. It It's going to be, you know, whether Doji can get it done. Quarterback back there in West Virginia, you know, calling the plays. I don't think he can get it done, to be honest with you. I I don't think their team's that good. I think I'm just going to – this might be one of the actual bets I put down to. I, I'm going to take West Virginia under that number. I'll take it on the bar stool at plus 115, best place to do it. Well, let's round us out. You have an opinion on West Virginia? I, I don't – again, somebody's got to lose. West Virginia's not a very good team. At six and a half, I like the under there as well. Anything higher than that – or excuse me, lower than that. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty positive that six and a half is a little high for where they sit in the Big 12 currently. That looks like we all finally agreed on one. Yep. <laughs> all right. 
Story, did you have any other notes about kind of what happens with COVID protocols for this year? Well, just a couple of things. Wall had been mentioning it throughout the, the podcast, but just remember to line shop. That's the most important thing that you can do as a better is to find the right line. There's a number of different sports books that are available in Illinois and in the states that have legalized gambling. So search around, find the, the right line, the right number for you. Um, that's really the way that you can maximize your profits. And then also just be aware that COVID is still very much a thing and that the NCAA has said that if a team needs to reschedule because of a COVID outbreak, that could lead to potential forfeitures. And books are going to have various house rules on what they do for season wins in that eventuality. So FanDuel is one that has come out and said what they are going to do. I would encourage you to read your house rules, contact your support, the customer support for each of the books to make sure that you understand the rules fully and so that you don't have a surprise if a team has to forfeit a game during, due to COVID later this season. I want to say thank you to Michael Storia for stepping in and going over this conference, the Big 12 conference with us. Thank you, Story. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys, as always. Looking forward to a great season, and uh, congratulations on another successful podcast here. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can catch us on Twitter at WWCFB. Our Instagram's college underscore football underscore rundown. Our website, which you can get all our podcasts and information and contact me and Kyle on, is collegefootballrundown.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody. I'm Woj. I'm Walt. And this was the College Football Rundown. We're out. <laughs>